The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Oh, you have selected GeekShowPodcast.com. Good for you. And thank you for doing it. Hi, it's Carrie. And to keep this show up and running, we rely on our fine sponsors. Give them all some love, individual and long-lasting love, if you can. PCLaptops.com. They provide us with the juggernaut, this here computer right here in front of me that I am speaking into right here. Uh, the greatest laptop ever built, in my opinion. Dan, the laptop man, can build a laptop for whatever your need, from a super gaming system like he likes to do, and the stuff that I'd use in my office or, or here in my little studio. Let Dan help you at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Their hold service, or a poll as, as it's known throughout the nation, a hold service is free. You get 10% off your hold purchases over $20. And you'll probably see me and the panelists there most Wednesdays, 2043 East, 3300 South. And we love the Atomic Arcade. It's the real deal. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Defender, you know what I'm talking about. All the great classics at classic prices. Open seven days a week and open late as well. 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake. I want to thank all our sponsors for paying for this party. Here we go. Gravity became very intense. I burn you! <laughs> it's Die Hard on a bus. Why would I want to uh, do that? So for all we know, he doesn't even have a wiener. Show, show, That's pretty gay. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. I would watch that show. Says the tallest man I've ever seen in green spandex. <laughs> it's not gay if you shout no homo. Wow, never, that never... kind of brings it full circle. So this is still the gayest episode ever. Geekshowpodcast.com and we are not in the basement. No, no clearly not. Third clearly show. not in the basement. Third show. Third, third show. 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 Third Third show. Third show. Third show. Third show. Third show. Don't blame the third show. <laughs> Don't blame the third show. <laughs> Don't hate on the third That's show. That's why you get up and go have tequila in the morning. Oh, Terry, I'll have, you, to do I'll have you know, usually by a third show, I've had about uh, six times as much beer. So, subsequently, I noticed I haven't been Carrie, uh, you, walking you, all over you. Carrie, <laughs> if you were going to drink something, what would you drink right now? I, You know me. I love uh, a vodka and a uh, 7-Up kind of thing. But not, but not still. You and so, But you would drink 50 caliber. <laughs> hey! You got to try or, 50 caliber. Or Kettle One or whatever. Just not Stoli anymore. Sad to say, we broke up. Listeners! Audience. Audience. What? Carrie Jackson needs a drink. He needs a Kettle One and 7-Up with a lime. Yes. Somebody make that happen. <laughs> oh, God damn, put that away. Put that away. We get, um, we get in trouble for and, that. And, and Lee also needs... No, I don't. Oh, you good? I'm, I'm driving. You All sure? Right. Thank okay. you. You're you done. You're done driving. Well, no, I'm I'm driving the show right oh, now. I can't. Well, let's let's introduce the panel and get this thing going. Then it is a third show. Uh, we start with uh, sitting in for two tall Tony. I, I don't know. You guys look really weird. You're uh, all in focus and shit. So, <laughs> I know. Odd, yeah. huh? Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Lee you, Cade. Please come Oi. see me at my restaurant. I want to make sweet sweet food for you. He, What's he, the name of that restaurant? What's the name uh, of the restaurant? Fresh Compassion Eatery, 779 South, 500 East Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, like us on Facebook, and you can see all of our really awesome specials. Yeah. And and, and on the Twister. Twitters. Yeah, on the Twister, yeah. Um, by the way, he means business because the bandana came off. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I had to, I had to sell it. Wait a minute, there are sports fans here? What? Yeah, there's people reacting over a soccer match. Oh! People are watching Mexicans. Use your hands! Congratulations! Use your hands! Congratulations on your successful pass! And a pass! And a pass! And a pass! And a pass! No! No, wait, no! Hey, no, you, hey, it's USA, it's USA, you guys, and we're, we're going up against, what, what country is it, Thank Pakistan? Thank you very much. Boy, That's that was service. Thank uni- you. United Arab Emirates. With a smile. Is Panama? I don't You know, I'll tell you, I, I, have to, I have to learn to like soccer. I'll tell you later why. Ugh. All right. Um, Ew. Big Movie Mouth Off boys are here, Jeff and Jimmy. Hey. 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 See what? them, uh, the cable TV sensation. Like, Wonder, Wonder Twin Powers activate. Yes. In the form of movie reviews. And like them on Facebook because they give away... Passes to oh, previous screenings, and, and there stuff, are so. brand new episodes up. I've yeah. seen them recorded on uh, on the TV. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. I, I, I just changed changed to the form of a wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> but you're I a soft blanket. blanket. Uh, to my left, Jay Whitaker. What's up, hoes? At Jay Whitaker. No, it's at Token Jay on Twitter. That's right. I, I love following him on Twitter. JayWhitakerComedy.com. I live tweet my son's birthday party. Mm-hmm. I live tweet. Um, <laughs> I live tweet sex sometimes. Yeah. I, really? Nancy, and I don't Dude, like those. And you just said <laughs> at 11:55, cake is coming out. At 11:59, candles are blown. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Maroon Five is <laughs> slowly dimmed down in the background. And, and also, if he has your uh, cell phone number, he just sends you the weirdest random text. Yeah. I do. Did y'all get my Carlton gift? I got you. No. Yeah, I sent you what I said. What I say back? I'll say this because I said to the, everybody else. You remind me of my uncle who sends like the emails that nobody really wants to see, yeah. but are kind of entertaining. Exactly. And I'm just like, cat, why, got why the fuck would I want to see panda bears rolling around? I'm yeah, a shitty, te- I'm a shitty texter. You I liked, guys. I liked Eight Bit Carlton. Yeah, we yeah. Did. I did like Eight Bit Carlton. Eight Bit, eight bit Carlton. For, for for those listening, if you guys want Eight Bit Carlton. Uh, text me your number or send me, tweet me your number. They can't text the number to you if they don't know your number. Or email email me the number and I'll email you 8 Carlton for or, you. Or tweet him or tweet something. Him. Or just give out but your cell phone a, number but right now. I got the sexiest number in Salt Lake, 801-725-7525. Whoa! I just did oh, it. I don't, oh I don't give a fuck. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm just gonna warn everybody though. That's a uh, eight bit Carlton. That's what he calls his dick. Um, <laughs> and, and and by and actually, by it's bit. more like you know ten bit Carlton. <laughs> <And> Carlton. <laughs> For all you listeners, uh, rewind it back. Get that number down and just call Jay on like a Saturday night, about two in the morning, three in the morning, <laughs> yeah, four in the morning. A terrible idea. Where's triple C when you need him? I'll uh, I'll talk to him if you'd like. No, it's fine. All right. okay. I live with my I live with my decisions. Someone who's not going to give out his phone number is Greg Johnson. Hello. <laughs> Greg is sitting in for Scott Pierce, who's hanging out with his hoity toity. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. At Scott D. Pierce on Twitter. I was just going to say Scott's hanging out with his hoity toity TV critic friends. Yeah. And he's seen all the pilots. Yeah. He's seeing them all. It's a lot yeah. of a lot of pinky drinking going on a right now. A lot of that. Yeah. He's going to see a lot of urban shows that are going to get canceled. Or lots of tea, Mr. Pierce. <laughs> Everything on UPN. Oh. Everything on UPN has double, been canceled. Double, 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're canceling the frog. <laughs> and then uh, who else is left? Uh, oh, uh, wait, oh. our host? Oh. No. Uh, no. Uh, there's me. Mr. Sorry, I was distracted by these guys. They look like they're a Sadie Hawkins dance or something. What's going on? <laughs> you guys wear the same shirts. Wow. <laughs> they're going steady. It's I okay. know those guys. Wow. Mr. Barnson. Shannon. Oh, hey. Barnson. I'm cranky and I need fucking direction. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. So you clowning on those dudes who are wearing the same shirt, but you and Lonnie look like the same hey, fucking hey. dude. You make it look good. Yeah. No, y'all don't make it look good. Y'all make it look chunky. Oh. 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 
bowl. Some bitches like that. Hey, real men like curves, and bitch, I know how to ride them, okay? All right. And your host. And our host. Oh, me. Yes, hi. Yes. Dr. Kerry Jackson. Yes. Esquire, the second. Dr. Esquire. Yeah. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Targ Wrangler. They shut the fucker down after 10 Well, it doesn't err after that anymore. It doesn't err. Commodore Doctor. All right, now I got some great big news here, first of all. The star is a gigantic piece of paper. I always start the third show with the big, big news. What is it? Of all time. What is it? I know you've been dying for it. There are a lot of books that are being made into movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And there's a series of young adult novels. Ooh. Oh, boy. It's being Ooh. made into a movie. Okay, what is that? Uh, the Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah! Oh, yeah. No. yeah! HBO tried to do this, like, in the 90s. Didn't work. Uh, well, it's because they had too much nudity in a, in a kid's show. <laughs> Encyclopedia Brown, the nickname of Leroy Brown. Bad, bad. The, the son of the local police chief. Uh, who runs his own detective agency out of his family's garage. Isn't that adorable? That's adorable. Mm -hmm. Uh, The book featured Brown, often with his friend and bodyguard, Sally (laughs) Kimball. Sounds like a porn. That's a white-ass name. Solving (laughs) petty crimes committed by the local bully, Bugs Meany. Which is a Bugs Meany? Well, how are you not be a bully if that's your name? I know, that's a rap name. So it's Bugs Meany up in the motherfucking building. They still print? It's like that was Brown? my first question. I, I, those were big when I was the, a kid. Uh, the kids are going to go. <laughs> yes, they do. The kids are going to go. Shouldn't this be called Wikipedia Brown? Yeah. yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. what, exactly what I was thinking. You can still Obviously. get your Encyclopedia Brown. You can still get Nancy Drews. You can still get the Hardy Boys. You can still so get all kids, that shit. The kids still like Encyclopedia Brown. There's no. got there's to be a point. They don't like books. I mean, while we're at it, what we do uh, Alfred Hitchcock and the three young detectives. There's got to be a porno where Nancy Drew meets up with the Hardy Boys and Encyclopedia Brown and Sweet Valley High. They just all go to town. No, it's, but it's you have Nancy, to emphasize it's Nancy Scrooge and the Hard Boys. E Boys. <laughs> got a raging. It's clue. Nancy Poon and the fucking Hard On Boys. Hard T Boy. Yeah, I like it. Hard On Boys. I like that. Couple of quick video game news. Uh, I like video games. I know you do. And you'll, this one's right, right up your alley. I think they're okay. <laughs> uh, Firefly Online. Yeah. Social role-playing game. Okay. Do, do you get to play for 13 hours and it gets canceled? I was say it's <laughs> oh, I, said, I heard it's, it's canceled. A, it's a 13-hour limit, then you wait 18 months for a two-hour extension. Right. <laughs> it, that, costs, that costs more than it'll ever make. Oh. I like that. I like that. Uh, Firefly Online is in development for uh, iOS and Android and may expand to uh, additional platforms. Oh, so it's going to be a tablet game. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Players assume the role of a ship captain, hire a crew, and seek out adventures. All right. Woo-hoo! So I, I will tell people right here and now, um, forget this. It's a platform MMORPG, which means it's gonna it's not going to work yet. They're not. We're not there yet with those games. Right. But Margaret Weiss Productions, they, uh, they do a really great um, role-playing game system. And they've got the license for Firefly, so you can actually play in the Joss well, Whedon Firefly universe. But, but besides, I was going to say, as with anything Joss Whedon involved, he reserves the right to kill your favorite character. That's yeah, right. Any, at any time. But the problem with this game, the, the one that they're talking about for the iOS, you can actually generate a character, and at any point Joss Whedon can come in and kill it. Yeah. You just be playing along, and then you're He dead. reserves that right? Yeah. Hey, y'all really want to save Firefly? Merge that shit with Candy Crush. That's, there you go. <laughs> Fucking Firefly. Candy Crush. I broke up with it. You did? And the, I broke up did? with it. How far yeah. did you get? 
Well, here's the story. Oh shit! Here's the saga. I broke up. Here's the saga. I broke up with that shit, and then I was like, "What night? I couldn't sleep." Uh huh. And booty call. Uh huh. And, 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 and why? Because you couldn't get past that level. Well, I couldn't on get past level one twenty-five, and then uh, yeah. next thing you know, I I did. Did you raw dog it? No, I did. I raw dogged the shit out of that, and uh, <laughs> see, like I left stuff in its curtains, its hair. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on And now I'm on like level 130 And I'm just like It can't be beat Because of Shannon I started playing it Let me, let me, me find too. out My me wife too. My wife is playing it I'm curious as to what level she is on So I'm I got out. to about Maybe 68 69 Around there That's about where I am And, 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 and chocolates but, by the way Are raised by the devil fucking chocolates yeah. But after seeing Where Shannon is And where Kat is I'm like fuck this game I'm done well, I don't Jimmy, care anymore Jimmy quits, Jimmy quits every game At level 69 Yeah it's just a plan. It just doesn't work. You, you gotta... No, 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 no. At that point, he calls Egg Fu over to finish the game for him. No. no. <laughs> oh. Thank you well, for your help, by the way, on, on Deadpool. Well, well, you say that, except I for the game want... 69, which I'm really good at. So Egg can sit his ass home and jerk off. So <laughs> Through the window no, while he's watching. Egg helped me finish the Deadpool game. Well, for me, I just want to see how the storyline ends in Candy Crush. Yeah, I can't wait for the movie. I don't even read so the what's, fucking what's levels the, in between. Wow. What's the other? <laughs> no. Next, 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 next. What level's the wife on? Two thirty-one. Wow. wow. No. Yeah. I love her though. She always sends me lives. Yep. Two thirty-one. She's on. Send me lives, motherfuckers. Shannon, it's because of you that I didn't get into the Candy Crush thing. You told me you're like you're, you were just like, dude, well, don't do it. Can I tell you? And by the way, people, stop sending me fucking messages that say, "Well, thanks a lot. I'm playing Candy Crush now." Because guess what? Have I ever made it sound like a positive Listen, thing? No, ever. Listen, most of the planet is playing Candy Crush. I know, right? but, but and you know what? Yeah. Half the planet blaming me. Exactly. Go fuck yourself. I told you not to play that thing. Well, GSY ho. Here's our final bit of video game news, and, it, and this is very exciting for me okay. because it's it's a platform that I will play on. It's not a tablet game or something. It's it's uh, it's the Marvel uh, Lego video game. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys you guys well, tried it out. We, we tried, tried it, it yeah. at, uh, at E3, but I just found point. out. This is the best news. There's a character you can play on there. Is it Fluffy James? No. Oh, I saw this. Howard the Duck. <laughs> what? Howard no. the Duck. And, right. you hey, see, no, if you, if you I saw play... yesterday fucking Stanley. And you can play as Stanley. Yeah. If, but yeah. if you have played any of, the, any of the Lego games, they always have, every time you clear a level, you unlock other characters. So whoever's on the level that you fight, you unlock them. And a lot of times you just unlock weird random characters. So you... You you get like uh, ice cream guy from yeah. from Empire Strikes Back. I love a, ice cream guy character. So yeah, I'm not surprised. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna I be just a great I game. just I just want to play as Howard through the whole thing. That's oh my god! Doing. I wonder if he'll have a cigar. Oh, maybe he'll be. Oh yeah, Tony's dad and it's Howard the Duck, but it's really Howard Stark the Duck. Howard, Howard Stark, Stark the Duck. <laughs> I I just hope the big boss on the level where you can unlock Howard Howard the Duck is Doctor Bong or whatever his name. Oh, Doctor Bong, yes. My favorite. My favorite. He had a giant bell. He has for a bell head. for a head. Shannon. And he's got one hand is a is a cl- what's they called a the clapper. Boing. Ow! I just hurt myself. Watch look it. Look it up, Doctor Bong. But watching Shannon as the Hulk and Carrie as Iron Man and trying to figure out how to build a water blaster to take down the Sandman for what twenty minutes maybe. Well, <laughs> let's just say Shannon was very into character. Okay, <laughs> we'll just say that I was smashing. He was smashing. I was pushing buttons. I kept trying to tell him, no, we're building here. We're building You're here. You're not building. Hulk not build. Hulk I smash. smash. He was just, he was in character. That's oh, all I was Oh, fuck you guys. All right. <laughs>
I've, I've been wanting to tell you about this forever. Yes, ever, since, ever, like, forever, forever, well, ever, well, ever, 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 ever since the Lone Ranger movie came out. Oh, oh, okay. that's been like a month. So forever, ever two months ago. It's a couple of months, and I've been hanging on to this, and here it is. Because surely you've had the choice to not see it by now. The Lone Ranger, and a lot of people made that choice. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I seen it. Is the Lone Ranger's plot recycled? Yes. Yeah, it's because it's the Lone Ranger, stupid. Yeah. No, it specifically follows 1998's The Mask of Zorro. It does. <laughs> Wait, is that the sequel? Here we go. Is that where Antonio oh, Banderas bangs? The Legend of Zorro. Yes. Yes. Angelina Jolie. The but The Mask was the sequel. The Mask was I never the second saw it. one. It, it was it. a good one. Yeah. All right. Both movies are about a man, in this case, Lone Ranger and uh, Zorro, uh, whose brother gets killed by a long-haired rogue... <laughs> You've got rogue. Butch Cavendish and uh, Captain Love in Zorro, who who has a thing for cannibalesque post-mortem desecration. Okay. Cavendish likes to eat the hearts of the men he's killed. Love prefers to store his victim's severed body parts in water, occasionally sipping from the dead body juice. Oh, I love mm. dead body juice. Good with gin. It's got antioxidants. The rogue isn't <laughs> the film's main villain, though. He works for an upstanding member of society. In Lone Ranger, it's Tom Wilkinson's Cole. In Zorro, it's Stuart Wilson's Don Rafael Montero, who has discovered a rich vein of precious metal, silver, silver. and gold, in Zorro, okay. that no one else knows about, with which he intends to buy an item of vast importance. California. Ranger's Transcontinental Railroad, or in Zorro, all of Southern California. Yeah. Okay. Both the rogue and the big bad guy meet their fates simultaneously when they're crushed by a vehicle carrying the mined silver or gold, <laughs> which then sends them tumbling to their doom. While there are some similarities, both heroes have horses with epic nicknames. Silver. Tornado. Tornado oh, is Zorro's horse. But that's always been the case. Tornado is Sharknado. Both heroes wear masks. Those come from the character and not the plot. It's it's uh, also here's the here's the big the big pin in it. Both Mask of Zorro and the Lone Ranger were co-written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, <laughs> who also wrote the Pirates of the Caribbean flicks. Oh, so he's just fuck. a lazy fucker. <laughs> they're, so they're, my, they're, my, they're lazy fuckers. And and by the way, they also left out the uh, in joke to Dead Man as well as. Uh, so, so, little little so big they, man was Johnny Depp the, the, playing the Catherine Zeta Jones part. So these <laughs> these guys just uh, uh, pulled the Stephen King and just changed the names. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, hey, uh, it's it's a, it's a car instead of a fucking dog this time. It's a, mm. Hey yo, that shit's lame. <laughs> Are you okay? Does that oh, hurt you inside? It kind of hurts me. I'm sorry. Well, they oh, only, I don't like I don't buddy. like when people they cut only, pace. They only made a million dollars. <laughs> just a million. But I'm just saying, we could make we could make so much more money on if we, you know, just did, you know, the same thing, but give them new names. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. That's what they did. All right, um, let's see. Let's take a break, and then I've got some lists for you. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, lists. I've got you know people love lists. Well, and some I've got, do. Are we gonna take any audience questions? We got that mic. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got to do the. I got to do that one question. Why don't you go ahead and ask it now? What's that? It's the uh, a friend of mine because I tweeted about it. Hey, yada yada yada. I got Geek Show today. Anybody want questions? Email me, tweet me, yada yada yada. And somebody tweeted me about if the Geek Show was the Wu Tang Clan, 
Which member would they be? Well, Which see, I think is fucking see, awesome. See, right away, if the Geek Show was the Wu-Tang Clan, that's where your head should explode. Yeah. I got mine. So who, who would each of us be? I mean, well, since, since Lee George Cade has the, re- has the restaurant, he has to be Raekwon the chef. Raekwon? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Scott, Scott Pierce has to be Ghostface Killer because he's white as shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I follow you. I, I, follow think, you. I think Scott would be thrilled to be Ghostface Killer. Yeah. I kind of feel, I'm kind of feeling I'm ODB. You're, you're, you're automatically first. ODB. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's like oh, baby, easy, I like it raw. It's like the easiest one. Oh, baby, one. I like it raw. It's yeah. the easiest one. It's right. the easiest one. Right. They, they call, I am old they, dirty master. They called that before the first episode. Oh. Was on the, Just because <laughs> directing films, I'd say RZA. What's that, you? Yeah. Hmm. Ah, you, th- then you got. Then it's either you and Jimmy and Carrie for for Rizza or Jizza. You guys can interchange. Well, you it, love the Jizza. If it's just <laughs> well, no, J- no, Jizza would have to go. The, the genius yeah. is fucking Vice, yo. Right. Yeah. I think Rizza and Jizza. Right. Right here. Who's that? Right, these guys. So me and Vice are the Rizza and the Jizza. Yeah. But so the Rizza would be like the he's Rizza's the head of this shit. Well, and Jimmy thinks he's in charge. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, your logic. And let's be honest: no one wants to be you, God, Master Killer, or fucking Capadonna. So, and, and right now, some of you guys look at me confused. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I know Capadonna. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that, some of you—that's that, the Brazilian dancing martial oh, arts, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Capiora. Yeah. Woody too. I just said Rizzo because Rizzo. he's directed films, and that's—I think of on the table. That's I'm the only one who has. So. Hmm. Well, but oh, I made no, a no, I made a student film. It. Oh, you did! Yo, yeah, you did. Wait a minute, though. Carrie, all right, here it is. Jimmy is Rizza. Carrie is Inspector Deck. Yeah. Oh. Straight up, straight up, straight up. <laughs> no. Okay. No, you you are the inspector. You are the inspector. I I will inspect this. I don't know what I am. I'm just <laughs> I'm one of the leftover black persons that they have. Okay. No, 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 Method man. How am I method man? I don't know. That's all we got left. That's all we got left. Because um, you're charming and you don't scare white people. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh shit, Method man. There it is. There it is. Oh, I need to give by. There you go. What is Triple T, though? White. He's even, I'd say he's even. He's one of the white studio executives. No, he's a Jew lawyer. After these messages, we'll be right back. We ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Geek Show ain't nothing to the fuck with. Geek, Geek Show ain't nothing to fuck with. Hey, Geeks, it's me here to tell you about Salt Lake Comic Con, September 5th through the 7th in downtown Salt Lake at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Good move, guys. Oh, they're all going to be there. World-class lineup of celebrity guests, including the William Shatner, Batman and Robin stars Adam West and Burt Ward, Ray Park, Manu Bennett, Tia Carrera, Lou Peregno, Kevin Sorbo, Adrian Paul, Richard Hatch, and a whole lot more. Variety of comic artists, book authors, and gaming and cosplay celebrities will also attend the show, host panels, 
More guests are being added almost every day. Salt Lake Comic Con will take place September 5th through the 7th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. The show includes top talent from the worlds of comics, film, television, books, and gaming. It will include a dazzling selection of artists in the Artist Alley, as well as a film festival. Exhibitors will showcase a wide variety of unique and original art, collectibles, jewelry, and more. And the best news, Geek Show will be recording three shows live. Go to Salt Lake Comic Con, one word, saltlakecomiccon.com for information about VIP three-day and single-day ticket sales. They are available. All the information the the list of celebrities and all that is at saltlakecomiccon.com. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Here's what happened to poor Eddie who bought one of those other brands of computers for school. Oh, Mom, Dad, I started smoking crack and my teeth fell out. And I don't bathe anymore because the crappy computer we got from the big box store has been in Chumbawamba for repair for the whole semester. Help me, Mommy! Here's what happened to Billy, whose parents bought him a PC laptop's computer with a lifetime service warranty. Mom, Dad, I've got a 4.0, and I've got a full-ride scholarship. I'm also eating all my vegetables. At this rate, you won't have to worry about retirement because my success has you taken care of. What a wise investment. I love you guys. Show your student or faculty ID and get an extra $100 off any new computer. And to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down, zero interest for a year on any new computer. OAC, call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Jimmy's doing cocaine in my basement. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's the broken news, and welcome to it. Uh, This is uh, uh, the episode 8-Bit Carlton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Martin joining me here in the basement for broken news. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we'll return to the episode recorded live at Brewies coming up with your questions for the panelists. And uh, parenting advice from... uh, Childless drunks also coming up. <laughs> Those are the best advice. You barely remember that. I kind of admit it. <laughs> I do remember talking about being a parent. Yeah, uh, Jay. He's you know he's got Pokemon problems. <laughs> Don't all parents have Pokemon problems? And when I say Pokemon, I mean children. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Then they, if that's the case, then yes, they all they all do. All right, where do we begin? I, w- I want you, I want you to tell us about uh, Elysium. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around, um, because I read a report that uh, Elysium opened to like thirty mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the last I looked, and someone in the Hollywood Reporter was saying, "How does this compare?" And they had uh, Tom Cruise with Oblivion, and it did thirty-seven million. Okay, now we're talking just domestic. Sure, sure. And I didn't bother to read the article <laughs> because. I thought to myself, well, I didn't really want to see Oblivion. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I heard you tell me, eh, it looked okay. I liked it. But it's a mishmash of a whole bunch of different movies we've seen before, yeah. and, and so I didn't bother. No, I definitely liked it more than you know? Vice, because yeah. Vice called it out that the guy was just ripping off other sci-fi movies, and I said that it's the guy who directed uh, Tron Legacy, so I was like, I think he knows his sci-fi movies and knows that, you know. Yeah. 
I don't think he was ripping him off. I think he was just kind of saying, this is the world that I love. I think, I don't know, maybe it was the whole Tom Cruise thing that turned me off to it. Yeah. Why are so many people, like, you're not the only one. I've had about three different people this week just hating on Tom Cruise. It's not even hating. It's, it's, it's just, it's hard for me to, when you cast him in a movie, it's hard for me to suspend the disbelief. Yeah. Uh, because when you look up there and you see, you know, Jack Reacher or whoever, you know, I, all I see is crazy Tom jumping on Oprah's couch. <laughs> really? That's yeah. all, you can't get over that? And, 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 and it was a turning point. It was like, I think it was Mission Impossible 3, which I thought was so well done. Yeah. And I, I, I went to see that and I was just like, what a great fucking action movie. I wish they hadn't have cast that guy who jumped up and down on Oprah's couch. <laughs> oh. I don't know why. I mean, he was so good as the hitman in that one movie uh, you gosh. Know, where he wore, he wore makeup. And, and I, I didn't yeah. think about it, but that was, I think, pre-Oprah couch. Yeah. But um, after actually seeing him at Comic-Con, he, he comes across very humble hmm. and very just like happy you know to, to to please audiences but is he such a good actor that that is also an act <laughs> he might be he might be <laughs> I but know. you know uh when him and chris hardwick saying uh, i want to know what love is to each other because they were both uh stacy jacks he was stacy jacks oh, that's in, right. uh, in the movie and chris hardwick apparently was stacy jacks in la when no one gave a shit about about the play about rock of ages <laughs> the play so but, he, he just seemed like a nice guy okay, but right. could be a complete act but uh, anyway, I got off track. I'm sorry about no. that. Uh, Elysium. Yeah. Uh, you you liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I'm kind of in the minority a little bit. It's kind of split down the middle. I, I'm noticing it's it's still doing well, Yeah. Uh, you know, across the board review-wise. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's 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 slipping. Yeah. But, but still. It's, I think it's in the green, but probably like the 60-ish. And I'll be honest with you, it's getting better reviews than I thought it would. It Yeah. Vice was not as happy with it. Okay. I liked it a lot. I give it three and a half stars. It's uh, for people who don't know. It's the follow-up project from Neil Blomkamp, who did District Nine. Stars Matt Damon, Jodie Foster, and I was what's the guy's name from District Nine? Copley, Charlton, um, Charlton yeah. Copley. I always forget. Sure. His name. Yeah. The lead of District Nine. <laughs> uh, so the year is twenty-one fifty-four. The Earth has become basically uninhabitable, uh, populated, overpopulated, just polluted, gross. So the one percent of Earth have created a space station that rotates, you know, just revolves around Earth, and it's called Elysium, and there's no sickness, there's no crime, there's no nothing. So what does the 99% want to do? Well, we want to come and have fun, too, and come to Elysium. Mm -hmm. The whole story is immigration mm -hmm. and uh, healthcare. Yeah, see, that's why I thought it would get uh, worse reviews, yeah. because it, and, and plus you've got, you know, Queen Liberal Jody Foster in there, so yeah. I thought all the right-wing media is going to jump on top of this movie. <laughs> Here's liberal Hollywood with their message about the one percent. Well, Romney's not running anymore. I was expecting all yeah, that, yeah. and it has happened to some extent, not as much as I thought. It has, but um, uh, the message is beaten over your head a little bit. That's well, I say a little bit, a lot. That's what I was concerned about. But I, I enjoyed the message. You still I, enjoyed it. I enjoyed the way Neil Blomkamp because District Nine was all about the apartheid. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's all about that. Yeah, it, he brings social messages to the forefront in a very unique way without becoming boring you know he's bringing a really strong message but then he'll t and i i do believe he is one of the best directors that can turn an actor into a chunk of meat by getting blown up on screen <laughs> he's amazing at it so there's that part of it that i love and the message is a good one so and matt damon's good but i will say this hmm? this is the worst performance i think i've ever seen jodie foster give really ever 
ever. I thought I heard someone say that her accent does not stay where it should. It, I don't even know what accent this is. I don't mm. know if she's really, like, got really into the character. It's like, okay, because they always say, like, you know, in 50 years from now, like, you know, uh, whites, blacks, Asians, like, you know, it's all going to mix and the skin color change and all, you know, it's down the road. Sure. But I think she's, like, doing that with, like, accents. Like, you know. That's probably what she was thinking. <laughs> Maybe, but it's distracting and as she fuck. Couldn't, and she couldn't pick a direction to go with it. Yeah. She should have just been Jodie Foster and she'd have been fine. I, it really would have. If she, she had just not done an accent, I think she would have been fine. Because she can play a bad guy. She's a great actress. Yeah. But this is awful. All right. But Matt Damon's good. I liked it a lot. All right. So I'd say check it out. I'll go see it then. Yeah. I will. Do it. All right. And uh, speaking of Neil Blomkamp, he, uh, he said, uh, I will not be directing uh, the new Star Wars movie. Or any of them, he or even a, a even a superhero movie, he wouldn't even do a superhero movie. No, he said that he he wouldn't be able to direct any of those kind of movies. Why? Because he likes to have his freedom to do what he wants. Okay, and, and he knows that there is a certain approach that needs to be taken. He used Marvel as an example. He said they've got these things planned out for years in advance. I'm calling bullshit. Really? Oh, do, oh. well, do you know you know where District Nine came from? Well, it was uh, supposed to be a Halo Halo movie. It was going to be a Halo movie, and that's why he said that he stopped it from being a Halo movie is because there was so much. It, he was using the mythology. He said there's so much mythology involved. And uh, and I would have to adhere to so many rules that I don't think I'd be having any fun there. Hmm. That's not the story I heard. Because the story mm. I heard is that they were raising money, and then the economy went to shit, oh. and they only had a fraction of what they needed. So he oh. said, "Okay, I got I got this other script." That's what I had heard. See, he was he was in the article I read. He was blaming uh, blaming uh, the suits, the suits, and and the mythology. Yeah, essentially the suits and the fans. Uh, so <laughs> you need me on somebody's side. I guess buddy. you got to blame somebody. All right, thank you. Okay, three and a half for Elysium. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll go see. Got a couple of quick things here. Uh, another uh, big movie that I know you're going to be excited to see. Uh, uh, well, it's uh, it's going to be on demand starting August 29th. It's called Bad Milo. Oh, I saw the preview for this, and uh, it'll be. In, it's weird. It's going to be on demand August 29th, and in some theaters on the fourth of October. Yeah. Anyway, they do that to create buzz. Yeah. Um, a man discovers that his chronic stomach problems are due to the fact that he has a, a demon baby living in his ass. <laughs> well, it says colon, but let's be real. Here. Yeah. It's in his ass. Uh, so anyway. The <laughs> I, I love that they say colon because the, the Red Band trailer certainly would have said asshole. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted you to know that Bad Movies, um, Bad Milo is a movie about a guy with a demon in his ass. <laughs> All right. I just... Wanted to let you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, this uh, broke a few weeks ago, but I wanted to bring it up because uh, we've got, you know, if you think you got a lot of superhero movies now, you've got Frankenstein movies coming out. Oh, God, yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. And uh, But this one, I like the casting of uh, Dr. Frankenstein. They got James McAvoy. Nice. Good casting. But it was the Igor in this film that I am not crazy about. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor. Am I just going to be seeing Harry Potter in makeup, though? No, he's done. He did a film. I'm trying to think what it was. It was at Sundance this year, and he was really good in it. He, mm. he played an author, and I can't. I, I'm going to blank on it, but mm. no, he's he's kind of shedding off. I mean, yeah, you see him a little bit. And you're like, ah, eh, but like he's got the chops to to get away from it. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. There you go. Did you see the uh, speaking of Harry Potter actors? Did you see the is it CBGB? The trailer for that one coming out. I did see the trailer, and I think the kid who played Ron Weasley is play, playing uh, Sex Pistols. He's, I think he's playing the lead. He's playing John Lydon? I, I think so. He's, he's, he's playing one of my heroes? I, I think so. He better tread lightly. <laughs> Don't fuck that up. I think I could be wrong, but he's he had like the spiky orange hair, and he's wearing the white beater and the suspenders. And Johnny Rotten's one of my heroes. I don't recall the Sex Pistols playing CBGB that much. I'll bet he's a member of the Dead Boys. 
Could be. I'm an old punk. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It actually looked kind of cool. Think, I think it's the Dead Boys. And uh, Alan, yeah. Alan Rickman's playing the owner, and it looks good. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Good Cause, soundtrack. Because that's, that's all my music there. All yeah, right. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Uh, this was interesting. Uh, World War Z has now become Brad Pitt's top grossing film. It beat Troy. That's not too surprising. For Troy, Troy didn't. Did Troy do well? Troy did very well. Uh, huh. Troy uh, had uh, four hundred ninety-seven point three million. Oh, shit, never mind. With Troy, uh, and World War Z just broke five hundred two point six. So uh, doing well. Maybe you will get that sequel. You just might. Speaking of that too, uh, yes. uh, Pacific Rim opened up in Japan this weekend. It did, and it did well. I'm sure it did. Shocking. <laughs> it did well in China the week before. And, yeah, uh, it's. You're, I think you're going to get your sequel. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think you will. It might not be Guillermo, but you know who knows. I want to think that would be unfortunate. Oh yeah, definitely. But, but I just uh, wonder if he hasn't said it that he'll do it or not. But mm. all right, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get to a D two three wrap up coming up here real quick. Let me just crank out some of this stuff. Um, oh, Mark Webb uh, working on Spider Man two hinted about. Uh, I wish that uh, Jeff... Well, no, Jeff has been reading Spider-Man lately. There's a, a, a villain in Spider-Man, a current villain, called The Gentleman. Sounds fancy. Uh, he kills you with his pinky up. Uh, and this is what Mark Webb said. Think about The Gentleman. I'm just saying, put that in your... There's a little tidbit. Think about The Gentleman. Now, hmm. The Gentleman is best known for being a mysterious figure behind the Sinister Six. Ah. So... That's cool. So there you go. He'll, I think he's about to get fucking crazy with this I franchise. So. I, I think what he's done is he went... I, I had my my teen angsty first episode. An origin. Yeah. And uh, maybe, you know, he's looking at the, the Marvel movies and going, you know, they can exist in a lighthearted uh, place. But using that thought, you could have stuck with the original... Uh, director writer and just not fucked it up yeah anyway all right just a thought hmm. uh let's see oh this i found this fascinating um x-men days of future past if you follow brian singer on twitter he sends a lot of very cool stuff and um he's got uh the, the kid from american horror story evan peters playing quicksilver yeah and he has been uh as a filmmaker you'll find this interesting he said i'm shooting quicksilver scenes where he does his fast stuff sure at uh, 3,600 frames per second. Holy shit. That is awesome. That is going to be insane. Yeah. And uh, so he needs a ridiculous amount of light. Oh, you have to... Yeah, because the exposure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, he, he tweeted a picture. You couldn't really see what was going on. There was a green screen and a lot of equipment, but yeah. the, the picture said, brightest set I've ever filmed on. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> so I thought, now that's very innovative. That's pretty that's cool. That's cool. That's, that's someone who is thinking ahead about Quicksilver. And that's something like, you know, because if, if Whedon's doing Quicksilver in his, and if mm -hmm. it looks great, there's no problem with, you know, using that. Te technique as well. Mm -hmm. Let him take take the be, let him be the guinea pig. Um, now, Kickass Two opens this uh, coming weekend as mm -hmm. we as we record this. Yeah. Uh, you and I are seeing it on Tuesday. Yep. And if you follow at Geek Show one word on Twitter, I'll uh, tweet a, a quick you know review. Yep. After I see it, uh, but this you know I've, I've been hot and cold on Chloe Moretz, right? Hot and cold. Sure. I just I can't decide whether I think she's good or whether I think she's just there and okay. <laughs> I've started to like her now, and this is not an acting thing. This isn't talent. This is just an opinion. I was just glad that she said this. Okay. Was it fuck Jim Carrey? Basically, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She was interviewed in The Sun, because the, the movie's opened uh, overseas, I guess. Sure. Um, 
and she was t- she was asked directly about the Jim Carrey thing. Jim Carrey, you know, down on Kick-Ass 2. He said, uh, I made it before uh, the uh, the school shooting, and, and I, I think it's just too violent, and, and I, I don't want to do those kind of movies anymore. That's funny, because you did it after Columbine. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the first one, Jim. Exactly. But here's what she said about that. It's a movie. If you're going to believe and be affected by an action film, you shouldn't go see Pocahontas because you're going to think that you're a Disney princess. If you are that easily swayed, you might see Silence of the Lambs and think you're a serial killer. It's a movie and it's fake. And I've known that since I was a kid. I don't want to run around trying to kill people and cuss. If anything, these movies teach you what not to do. Shocking. How can you From not, a 15-year-old. How can you not love that statement? Yeah, she's great now. All right. she's. I, I visually approve now, Miss Moretz. <laughs> I approve. I'm glad that you're glad that you've heard that I approve. All right. Uh, just uh, real quick here, uh, D23 just wrapped up. It's uh, the uh, big Disney convention. Um, uh, because of the acquisition of Marvel and Star Wars, uh, the fans at D23 were hoping for more than they got. I heard a little bit about it. But, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, there was there was a new scene from Captain America Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which I read about in detail, and I'm really amped for this now. What was it like? You remember? <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, now you saw the elevator scene, right? I did. This was one where uh, Cap and Black Widow are up in the plane, and they're they're going to do some mission. And, and Black Widow's talking to him and says, what did you do Friday night? <laughs> Nothing. What about Saturday night? Nothing. Why don't you go out? Why don't you date? He says, why don't you do things? And he, he says, uh, all the guys in my barbershop quartet are dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, and, and uh, on that note, he jumps out of the plane. And uh, one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys says, did he have a parachute on? No, no, he didn't. Oh, okay. So he, he, he sails through the air like we've seen him do. Sure. And into the water, and then up out of the water, up on top of this boat or submarine. I can't remember what it is. And then there's a great sequence of him, like, taking down guys one by one with some great, you know, shield and fighting action and all this great stuff. And uh, just as he's about to get one guy, uh, a shot rings out, and it takes down this bad guy. And he looks up, and there's uh, Black Widow parachuting down Uh (laughs) with a a bunch of other shield agents. Nice. And she's, you know, taking them out. That's cool. She lands, detaches, or she lands, does a flip or something, detaches the uh, the parachute and says, uh, what about that nurse across the hall from you in your apartment? She seems nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so they were showed, uh, they were also showed footage of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, probably the same stuff you saw. I heard it was the same stuff, yeah. Uh, there was some extra footage of Thor. Yep. Uh, which was uh, really cool. And uh, the same stuff that you got for Age of Ultron. Cool. At, uh, That's what I kind of heard. It was more of like a slight extension of what they did at Comic Con, yeah. which I was surprised by because the one year with the Avengers, like they didn't really show up at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They were like, "We're going to make this exclusive to just us," but maybe they figured out that that's not a good idea. Well, I was the complaints at D two three was, and there was nothing with Star Wars. I was surprised by that. They were just they were just there to say, "Yeah, it's coming." And they had some like sets around or, or something like for like the theme park. There was yeah, it was uh, they were hinting that there's going to be more of a presence of Star Wars in the theme parks. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, as far as uh, those projects, that was about all you got. You got a whole lot though of um, Pixar. Oh, did you? Pixar okay. came correct with a lot of stuff and and Marvel Disney. 
Okay. Uh, animation. This Big Hero 6 that I told you about. I saw some like test footage or something. They had some footage of it. Yeah. And they revealed what it is. Now Big Hero 6 it was a it was a it was like four or five issues of a comic book that Marvel did. Okay. And that was a one-shot kind of deal and that was it. Oh, really? But uh, Disney saw it and went, "Ooh, I think we can do something with that. Make toys and stuff out of it." And so they grabbed it and they're making a an animated feature. It sounds really cool. Uh, Big Hero 6 features brilliant robotics prodigy Hero Harnada, who finds himself in the grips of a criminal plot that threatens to destroy the fast-paced high-tech city of San Francisco. <laughs> oh, cute! With the help of his closest companion, a robot named Baymax, Hero joins forces with a reluctant team of first-time crime fighters on a mission to save their city, inspired by the Marvel Comics' same name. Uh, comic book style action, heart humor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that will be out November 7th, 2014. Nice. Uh, also, uh, we saw this uh, new Pixar project, which I call Herman's Head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about this one. Uh, but uh, uh, what I was excited about was the cast. You've got some of the funniest people. Amy Poehler as the voice of Joy. Louis Black as the voice of Anger. Mindy Calling as the voice of Disgust. I don't get anger from Louis Black. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis from uh, The Office as the voice of Sadness, and yes, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Hader as Fear from uh, Pete Doctor, who did Up and Monsters, Inc. Um, uh, Inside Out is what it's called. It takes you into the the mind of an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> that's, 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 that's where the movie takes place, is inside the mind of, of Riley, an 11-year-old girl who recently moved with her family to San Francisco, is not the main character, but the setting for the film. It really sounds, well, more, a little bit flipped of Herman's Head, but mm -hmm. it really does sound like they're just making Herman's Head. <laughs> Kids, go on YouTube and, and look up the show Herman's Head. Um, anyway, that will be uh, June 19th, 2015. And there's a uh, uh, half-hour special that's going to be on TV on, on uh, ABC, October 16th, uh, coming up, hmm. called uh, uh, Disney Pixar's Toy Story of Terror. Oh, nice. That's so cool. it'll be a half-hour Halloween special. Yeah. And they, uh, they showed scenes from it. Nice. So there's that. All right. So there's your D23 catch-up. You got anything? Um, let's see. One, because I, I, she told me to say it, and, and I'd say it anyway, uh, to everybody who came to Craft Lake City yesterday and, and supported Kat with her art. Thank you so much. She did well, Yeah, huh? she did really well. Good, so, good. Uh, she just wanted to say thank you for supporting it. Uh, and she will be at Comic-Con, <laughs> Salt Lake Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, you still got the original. I still got mine. This is the first one that she sold the right there. The first original she ever sold right here in Carrie's basement. I'll take a picture of it and tweet it someday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she and we... Geek, Geek Show will be at Comic-Con. We will. We, uh, we don't know where exactly yet. But uh, look for us on Saturday, starting at around noon and wrapping up around 4.30. Cool. Uh, recording three live shows. Awesome. And Oh, and speaking of Comic-Con, uh, this, uh, this was announced uh, later, uh, earlier in the week. But in case you haven't heard, uh, new uh, celebrity uh, panel person, uh, Dave Prowse. Oh, nice. Uh, Darth Vader is going to be there. That's cool. And uh, Weta Collectibles. This is kind of interesting. I, would, I saw that. Uh, because they don't usually do things outside of San Diego, mm -mm. and they decided to uh, give it a try. So It's funny, both of them. I met David Prowse when I was 12, I think. Super nice guy. Mm -hmm. And then I met, uh, and then I've got friends over at Weta that are super awesome, so check them out. Get too. a hold of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's uh, get them on the show. Yeah, I can easily do that. All right. I'll get a call. And then uh, 
Do you want to talk about movie night, too? Yes, movie night. The titles have been decided. This yeah. is always the last Sunday of every month. August uh, 25th. Brewies lets us take over starting at 5 p.m. We decided, inspired by Pacific Rim, we'd do Monsters versus Robots. Yeah. And so starting uh, that night at 5 p.m., uh, which one? Are we going to do Godzilla first? We will. It's Godzilla versus Megalon. Now, which this, I have not seen. This is one that it's it's one of the lesser known, but it's it's everything that a Godzilla movie is supposed to be. It's 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 got an irritating kid. It's got uh, robots fighting monsters because you got Jet Jaguar in there, who's a big robot, mm-hmm. who becomes a regular size robot, who becomes a big robot. <laughs> Uh, it, it's got really awful special effects. And Megalon, one of the lesser-known Godzilla monster villains, because I think he's a giant cockroach. They <laughs> they never really say that, but he is. He's, they, a, he's a giant cockroach. They just put on a, like a bright light on him and he just runs away? <laughs> why, did, why did they think of that? I, <laughs> But uh, it's 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 really awfully funny. What year is it? Is it like a 60s, 70s? I don't remember. Yeah, but it's an older one for sure. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's it's, it's man in a suit. And <laughs> and then the second film is one is my choice. It was a film I loved growing up knowing how shitty it was is Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks, which is directed by the same guy who did Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh. it's the world doesn't uh, have wars anymore. They've been outlawed. So and they so they just have so they fight in robots robots overland and the whole movie is about fighting for Alaska. So there is a Russian robot. There's a Russian robot. Oh yeah. So it is kind of like Pacific Rim. It, it's <laughs> Guillermo, you stole it. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> All right, that sounds cool. I'm excited for that night. It's gonna be fun. Uh, really quick, people have been asking uh, about uh, Geek Show T-shirts and uh, stuff like that. We still have uh, the Geek Show uh, George Lucas Can Suck My Dick t-shirt available. Nice. And the My Tricorder is Full of Porn t-shirt is still available. <laughs> and the Geek Show logo. Um, on our website, geekshowpodcast.com, it'll say merch up top. And you just keep following the links. Now, as you place your order, the Advanced Apparel website is going to say, it's not your, your browser is going to say that the site is not protected. Yeah. And so people have stopped buying stuff. Oh. It's just a glitch. Power through. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. It's just a glitch. Power through. It's fine. You'll get your shirt. And I'm going to try to have some at the uh, convention, uh, Salt Lake Comic Con, to sell. Uh, but you'll pay more there, just so you know. Uh-oh. You will pay more. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. You can go to the site and order it and have it delivered to your door for relatively cheap. Yeah. Or you can wait to see me and pay more. <laughs> I won't lie extortion fee all right oh. i won't lie <laughs> anyway uh so we got that uh, going anything else i think that's it let's get back to the episode recorded live at brewies it's 8-bit carlton part two please do enjoy the atomic arcade at 3939 highland drive in holiday you've probably seen my high score there on the star trek strategic operations simulator that's kjj or my initials and you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in, I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. 
Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. Ah, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, official enabler of the Geek Show podcast. Uh, We want to thank these guys for uh, help to make the show possible. Uh, They want you to know that they have a free hold service. All hold customers receive 10% off purchases of $20 or more, and you don't have to go up every Wednesday and fight for your stuff. They'll hold it for you. That's why it's a hold service. If uh, digital comics is your thing and you're really antisocial and you don't like to go to the comic book store, you can still help out Dr. Volts. Click on the Comixology portal on their site, drvolts.com, and they'll get some love. Also, it helps them out if you redeem the digital codes off of your Marvel comics that have them and give credit to Dr. Volts. They have weekly gaming tournaments for Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks, Yu-Gi-Oh!, as well as Pokemon League, and, uh, of course... You want to catch up on your Marvel? You want to catch up on your DC? It's all there. And they will have booths at the upcoming Salt Lake Comic Convention, Comic-Con, in Salt Lake, September 5th through the 7th. They are our favorite comic book store. Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go to geekshowpodcast.com. we got a link there. Or just go directly to their site, drvolts.com. And we're back. Yay! Yay. Happy birthday, Jason. Yay! His name is Dante. This is his real birthday. But hey, I mean, Dante, happy birthday. No, happy but birthday, Dante. We had his party yesterday, so we celebrated. Oh, it was yeah. a fake What'd he get? Huh? What'd he get? I bought my son a Pokemon book, and I was so hesitant to buy that shit. Why? Because I knew what... The, here's what bothers me. Is I'm trying, That's the he, road to hell he turned He turned six, and I'm trying to help him with his reading, right? And he can pronounce any of those fucking Pokemons. If, I don't care if it's spelled... B Y X X A dash Q, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a Balkner dad." Yeah. But if if it comes to the word like fossilized, he's like, "Um, um <laughs> it's a Balkner dad." Well, he said fossilized. Yeah. He's six. He shouldn't be able to read that shit. Yeah, but he can read, But he knows what a Balkner is. Well, sh- what no, you do is okay. you create a cr- character called uh, fossilized, and you got it. So. That's Jay, his power, yeah. Jay, just let me tell you, in language acquisition, yes. um, it's much easier to be able to mimic the sounds uh, that you hear in a, in a cartoon or perhaps in a, in a video game. No, it's the fucking truth, all right? Decoding, uh, we'll forget, talk later. You forget he's a school teacher. <laughs> a school teacher at the 7-Eleven. Like, decoding actual fucking uh, images into sounds is a whole fucking different deal. You can't get mad at your six-year-old kid because he can't read... Fossilized because but he normally can read read big words. Are we in the middle of a parent teacher conference? Well, I I was actually going to. Jay, I just got to say, your kid's so good in school. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I do what I can. He's so attentive. We do the leap. I wish he would talk a little less. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. You definitely know my son. That's the same conference I have with everyone. He's always talking about serving the little at the 7 Eleven. At the 7 Eleven. Now, when, uh, when you'd like him to get away from Pokemon. No, I don't know if this will work with you. I've I've helped oh, a friend with his kid get away from Pokemon uh, because the thing was is that this kid didn't like his dad, but your your, your kid likes you. Though. Yeah, my son loves me. He, See, he idolizes me. See, if 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 you are a parent and your kids don't necessarily like you, and you wanted to get rid of something like Pokemon, <laughs> the trick is embrace it. Start to learn more well, that, about it than he does, and then suddenly dad thinks it's cool. Fuck that. But, but here's uh, the but here's Gary, the problem, Carrie. 
Well, see, again, yeah, it doesn't work exactly. With you. LGK knows what's no, up. But see, that's yeah. that's a different relationship. I, I, I got, I got two kids at home right now. Yeah. That the only words come out of their mouth are Pacific Rim. But that's what I'm saying is that that's it's Dad's fault. Your kids like you is the thing. It's when your kids don't like awesome. you. I just that, like you know, I just like Char, Charizard, man, because that dude Charizard's didn't give awesome. a fuck. I like Psyduck because he's Psyduck. crazy. Psyduck, Psyduck. Psyduck reminds me of Carrie Psyduck. at Costco. <laughs> just holding his head and crying. Who is your favorite Pokemon, Carrie? Well, Pikachu, of course. Oh, that's He's so easy. It sounds like a Pikachu. No, I'll be honest with you. Have you ever seen that P- uh, Pokemon Director's Cut episode where, he, where, po- where Pikachu just reveals I'll, the episode? He's I'll like, t- actually, I'm, my name is Dave, and I'm, I just work in accounting. <laughs> I, I will tell you my favorite. Squirtle. 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 Squirtle because it's, it's vaguely sexual. Fuck well, you guys. It's, it's my favorite porn. Fuck you guys. It's all about Psyduck. Motherfucker! He's an unhappy looking. I was all about Charizard, and he carries a he giant leak. He carries time. a giant leak, man, and he's like, and he always has a headache. Yep. And he's yep. like, he's like the Charlie Brown. Of yo, Pokemon. but Charizard was like, he didn't, he didn't give a fuck about shit. He was like, yo, you gonna cast me? Well, guys, we can just talk shit. about the uh, internal drama of all the Pokemon's all it's day. It's geek show. We're gonna talk know. about. I like, this. I like Digimon better as a, as a show. Whenever I go on Pornhub, I search Panel and Squirtle. That's right. That's right. And who would win in yeah, a fight? Fluffy James wins. Who would win in a fight between Panel, Panel and Squirtle? Panel. Have you guys seen the Harlem Struggle? Uh, yes. yes, she showed it to yes, us. Yes, she showed it to oh, us. Yeah. Looks like it hurts. That's we've when you, never, you we've broke, never been you broke the same. show. Yeah. All right, I got a list. Yes. What you got? Yes. Because people love lists. Well, some do. Um, this is uh, the top ten. I think it's from the Writers Guild. So... Mm-hmm. The best sci-fi shows ever written. Oh, okay. Oh my God, mm-hmm. why do they keep making these? Uh, Small wonder better be on there because people. Why? <laughs> right? Because Vicky the robot was some twisted shit. If Misfits of Science isn't on there, I'll fucking yeah. run this place. No, there. Is that Johnny B. Good? He can You're shoot both. lightning. You're both. I already know. Buck, I already Buck know. Buck Rogers. I already know. Let's listen. Let's listen. I want to hear you guys, but I got my. I got my shit. Well, let's look. Who should be on the top ten? Tell uh, sci-fi. Sci-fi shows? Um, sci-fi shows. Twilight. Well, Battlestar Twilight. Battle Galactica. Yeah, that would be my number one. Yeah, the newest uh, Battlestar Galactica. Modern BSG. Uh, Twilight Zone. The Firefly. Okay. Mm. Lost. Okay, uh, Fire, Firefly not on the list. Well, it's well, top ten anyway. Uh, Six Million Dollar Man. Nope. <laughs> Is Lost um, on there? Space 1999. Nope. Uh, Sorry. Buck Rogers. Outer Limits? Nope, nope. Is the Outer Limits on there? Nope, nope. This list is all wrong. All right, we'll start at number ten. Okay. Small Wonder. Punky Brewster. Wait, this is not sci-fi. Game of Thrones. That's not sci-fi. That's, that's sci-fi. That's fantasy. fantasy. God damn it. There's no science. Fuck wrote this list. There's no science. They barely figured out dragons. What the there fuck? Ain't no, there ain't no... Ro- I fucking... I teach no robots. robots. Well, well, there is an episode where Ultron kills Khaleesi. That's true. <laughs> there ain't no, no robots. There's no robots. Okay. So, I mean, maybe, maybe if we say it, it's in the same section at the bookstore, but... Okay. All right. Number nine. The Prisoner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. An episode of Cops. That's good. <laughs> Except for that last fucking episode. All right. Jesus. Number eight. Walking Dead. That's horror. Uh, that's horror. Uh, it's not sci-fi. Yeah. So I guess it's all under the same umbrella. It's that's just yeah. bullshit. It, 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 so basically, it, it, what they're it, saying it, it, is, if it's not a reality show, it's on this list. Well, number seven. Uh, Scott Pierce would be saying it should be higher. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. That's not sci-fi, not sci-fi. either. That's four. Number but six no, is Days had, of Our Lives. Wait, it had robots. It had robots. I guess. Oh, my God. I'm going to guess Electro Woman and Dyna Girl. Let me guess. The next one is Moesha. 
Number three is Full House. Number six, Doctor Who. Okay. Sci-fi. 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 First one on the list. Okay. Number five, Lost. Kind of. Time time travel and sure. Okay, got it. Sure. Smoke monster. Yeah. Number four, The X-Files. Yes. Okay, Okay. sure. All right, we're, we're up there. Number three... Battlestar Galactica, the the new one. Yes, that so is yes. certainly yes. sci-fi. Uh, number two, Twilight Zone. I like yes. this. I the, like the original, this. which which had a lot of great old authors. It really did. Yeah. And then number one, Star Trek: The Original Series. It's a combination. What? Of the original and Next Generation. I. But okay, not, sure. Not DS Nine. Stupid. DS9 is what I call my wang. That's okay. But, 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 <laughs> now, doc, but, let's get but, ready to but doc. Remember, but remember, especially on original uh, Star Trek, there were a lot of old, famous science fiction writers sure. that wrote for that oh, yeah. series. Well, let's let's go to a less hoity-toity list. I think Different Earl- Strokes should be the number one science fiction show. There's no way two black kids will live with a white family. Right? That, that is totally clearly true. fiction of some sort. True. All right. I've got Entertainment Weekly. Yes. And some time ago, they put out a list called the 100 Greatest of All Time. Yes. Just anything? Of anything. Of anything. Oh, really? And, and, by, and by the way, let me caveat before we even start this 60. list. Because, There's a whole list of because, dinosaurs. Because I have noticed this trend from Entertainment Weekly. When there are lists and photo compilations, they skew to be heavy on things that were produced by Warner Brothers and Warner Companies, which, are, which of course, own Entertainment Weekly. The well, Pacific Rim is number one. Well, let's see. Let's see. So let's do TV shows first. Uh, number 100 is The Brady Bunch. I just wanted to say that. Yay! <laughs> that makes sense. You're, you're going to be upset about this one, Jeff. Number 91, <laughs> Classic Star Trek. You know who you know who beat that? Number eighty nine, my favorite TV show of all time, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Uh, Yo, um, can we talk okay. about number ninety? Felicity. Felicity is Fucking better than Star Trek: The Original Series. I would agree shit. with that. But I would. Whoa, 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 whoa! By the way, did bring a I tell that bitch cut her hair. I tell that bitch cut her hair. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. But she cut her hair. By the by the way, by the way, do you do you remember what my original thesis was? That Warner's things receive... WB. Yep, the Felicity. WB. Felicity is on right. the list. All right. Game of Thrones is only 76. HBO, owned by Warner's. All right. Uh, Next Gen is uh, number 69. <laughs> They've got Battlestar Galactica at number 72. 71 is Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead, 71. Aww. Good show. Uh, one, of our, one of my favorites, Deadwood, number 60. Owned, owned by HBO, which of course is a Warner company. Uh, number sixty-six, Chappelle's show. That's yes. a great show. That is a great, great show. show. Um, um, Dave I, Chappelle, I know you're touring right now, but we uh, we miss you on mainstream. Road. Is he touring right now? He's touring and, he, and he's buff. He's buff as shit. Um, go see what? him. On, go see him on the Oddball Festival. Uh, Oddball Festival is in. They didn't get it out here, but it, it is in Cal, uh, Colorado and California. Go mm. see it. Seriously, he's funny um, as shit. Uh, obviously, Freaks and Geeks is number fifty-nine. Great show. All right, let's just go to the top ten then. Okay, you ready? Let's see if you can guess. So it can be movies or anything. This is just TV shows. Well, Star, we have, Star we have a, Wars have to be. A we list. have a movie list. We're doing TV right now. Okay. We'll do a movie list coming up. So it's a hundred TVs. Yes. Yeah, hundred okay. TV shows. Um, God, can Ma- you guess number one? I'm gonna say Mash. Uh, Seinfeld. 
Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's an HBO show. Yeah, it's The Wire. Yes. I've heard The Wire's really... uh. Okay, um, I'm going to say right now, HBO owned by Warners, but I'm actually going to agree with... Entertainment Weekly. I need to watch that show. I guess show. I do too. Maybe yeah. you and I should hold hands and. Holy it, shit! I hear Idris Elba's in it, and he's awesome. He there, is right? as Stringer, motherfucking Bell. What? <laughs> All right. Number ten is your show of shows. Since Caesar. It ended in 1954. Sure. I don't, I don't so, we'll, so you'll just have to take so, our word so for even it. Scott Pierce wasn't around to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Number nine. You know, I watch it every week, but I'll disagree. I don't think it belongs in the top ten. Okay. Mad Men. Are you oh, kidding me? I've only seen one episode. Are you kidding I, me? I never got into it. Especially I, this last season. I'm I watched sorry. one episode of Mad Men, and it made me want to be white for one hour. <laughs> that shit is glorious. Right? I, I think they ought to change the name of that show to White People Problems. <laughs> I'd just like to change the name of the show to the Christina Hendricks Hour. That's all I need. Mad Men... Number nine, really? I don't know. Yeah. Number eight, Buffy. Sure. Number seven, The Andy Griffith Show. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Oh, my God, there's a Negro in there. (laughs) I do have a problem with having at least a show in the top ten that's not completed yet. Right? Like Mad Men. I, 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 see, I call that bullshit. Cause it, could bomb, it could bomb in the next two years. Could, we don't know. For, for example, going... Well, they've got, they've got one also that's not completed yet that's okay. in the top ten, so... Um, I, I just remember when Lost first debuted, and our old homophobic friend, Orson Scott Card, after seeing the pilot, declared that it was the best television show of all time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Absolutely. <laughs> Awkward. All right, number uh, six, All in the Family. I highly agree. I carry. I love the fact that you looked at me right off the fact. <laughs> no, seriously, Archie, no. Bunk, Archie Bunker, comedic genius. Oh, um, great said, stuff. Said well, a lot of things that weren't ready for well, that, that well, stuff, weren't ready for America. That was to hear yet. it was cutting edge. Yeah, it was it really exactly. was. For, at the time, cutting edge, very great show, and just funny. You take you take away the race relations, just funny shit. I, Oh, she seated. Right. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, how many great uh, spinoffs came from all the Oh, yeah, family? tons of yeah. them. One, one of my favorite things was is how um, uh, the Jefferson's son, Lionel, he was a, he was a regular on yeah. All in the Family before we even met the Jeffersons, I think. I could be wrong. I think he always treated Archie, and Archie didn't realize it. He was really treating Archie awful. Yeah. But Archie didn't realize it. Because yeah. he wasn't smart enough to realize right. what he was saying. Because Archie wasn't smart Archie enough Archie Bunker to was a fucking moron. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, just some... Jeez. The thing is, 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 All in the Family is one of those shows that I wish they could rewrite. You know, like they could... And do today, they, could yeah. they could reboot it and do it today. But just... Oh, they would not... They could not do that, John. Oh, they, God, they there's could, no way. They could not do they it. Could, not like, today. They couldn't, but I'm just saying, just, it's one of those shows that it was... It was so cutting edge for its time, way ahead of its time. Yeah. And we'll never see, we'll, we won't see a show like that for a long time. Unless it's, unless it's on cable. Yeah. Right? Because they, they could not do that on network, they could not do that show no, it, on it, network TV today. People would freak the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, it'd have to be cable. To me, the closest you could get to ignorance on a TV show right now is Ed O'Neill on Modern Family. Or ridiculousness. It's not, that he, hate, it's it's not that he hates, he just is like... I'm not comfortable. Yeah, but I accept. He's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, oh god, here it comes again. You know, cheesy uh, it. Which, which I think is one of the greatest written shows on television right oh, now. Yeah. Agreed. All right, uh, number five, The Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Okay, what, HBO, six, six seasons. Two of them are garbage. 
but there are some great seasons of Sopranos. I, I still, when they killed off Big Pussy, Joey Diaz. That's one great, of the greatest episodes. Great comedian. Um, just just a great actor himself. You know, like, that's kind of when I gave up on the show. Is, is when hmm, Big that's when you gave up on it? Kind of. Oh. Kind of. Dude, no, I, was no. until, I was until the end, and I still and I have arguments with a lot of people. I think the finale is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I love, no, fuck that. I love Jeff, the fact that you just cut it off right in the middle of it. I love it. I love it. Jeff Weiss was sitting there. show like this. Jeff Weiss was sitting there watching me. Uh, and, watching and, and, that. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. I had already checked out of Sopranos, like, yeah. long ago. Like, I, I was bored with those fucking characters. Bored with them. So, so we watched the finale together, and it ended... Uh, and one of the greatest rants I have ever seen in my entire life went out. Shannon went out to his porch and just started kicking over furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a fucking chair out in the middle of the fucking street. Yeah. I was so fucking mad. You See, were that irate about that? I, I stood up and loved it. Yeah, I, I like, loved it. I started like applauding. I'm like, good. Fluffy James, I'm with you, man. It's either two things. One is this is the life of a fucking New York mobster that we just got to experience for six years. Mm -hmm. Or the guy got shot in the back of the fucking head, and there you go. That's it. That's, and rest in peace to and James, I go, Gold, uh, James Gandolfini. Yeah. Oh, I got an yeah. alibi for that. Well, I know, I know you gave up, but go back and watch the Steve Buscemi uh, season. Okay. The, the right season on. that he was on. Because yeah. right he's on. a crazy fucking character. He's really great. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore at number four. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Expected. Said oh, God, There's no way Seinfeld's not on the top ten. Ted yeah. Knight, right? Ted Knight was Ted brilliant. Knight. MTM brilliant. was a great show. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yes. Nick number three. Worth it. Number three, one of my all-time favorites, Seinfeld. I, oh, that, sure. I that, that show, right? that show about the, nothing. I would put that show as number one. Of course you would. I'm anxious to see what number two and number one is. Well, number one was The Wire, which yeah. is which is fu is fucking which, brilliant, long form storytelling. Which I have never watched because it's about black people doing bad. Uh -huh. No, it's <laughs> not. Oh, no, no, no! It's about white people doing bad. Ooh. Oh, yes, like it is. Oh, yes, it is. He's back in now. Oh, yes, it white is. White guilt. I will watch it. Uh, number two, a favorite of this panel, I know, uh, especially me, especially me. I I adore this show, and I'm glad it's number two. The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I I can actually see for number one. I, and I haven't seen The Wire. I understand that, so I'm, I'm a little biased. But I could see Seinfeld and The Simpsons as number one. Yeah. Because Simpsons has been a cultural icon for... Since I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, since the 80s. That was a long My time. My mom you know? let me watch The Simpsons. I would say, like, honestly, I love The Wire. It's, right? I need the, to watch the, the it. The acting, really the writing, writing, the character arcs are amazing. But I would say, if you're going to go best shows, it would probably need to be, like, one would... Probably need to be the Seinfeld or the I think Simpsons. The only or... reason I say Simpsons or Seinfeld is because it's it like it's so. I mean, there's moments in my life. This is years after Seinfeld's been done. And I'm like, that's a Seinfeld moment. Mm -hmm. That's a Simpsons oh, moment. I'm you know? constantly but, right. But, yeah. but, but you say no, that. I but you but say I haven't that, seen the wire. You so haven't seen the wire. And, yeah. And I'm sorry, but until you've seen little corner kids sitting in the middle of these shitty projects, and all of a sudden you hear whistling in the background of the farmer in the dell, and in walks. Omar, the toughest homosexual character in the history hey. of film or television, with a big fucking uh, scar down his face. Scar down his oh, face. Oh, Chucky! Yeah. I, yes, it's an argument. That a, a bag over his shoulder and a shotgun that he cocks. Okay. And kids run, going, "Oh Omar's shit! Oh shit! Omar! Oh shit! Omar! Okay. All right. Like that, said, that, that makes me want to see I'm, it right I'm there. I'm prefacing it with, "I haven't seen the wire." Right. 
but I'm not going to have that moment in my life. I'm like, wow, that, that black guy's walking down the street whistling shit and <laughs> kids are running around. What I have done is... You going, don't know that. Well, <laughs> I hope it never happens. I'm like, oh, shit. But I have had a moment where I'm on a date with a girl who laughs like a fucking moron. And I go, this is a Seinfeld moment. I had a and thing I the other day where I... I can't do it a second date because this girl a, laughs like an idiot. I had a thing where I dropped a thing on the uh, bathroom floor. And I was like, well, I'm done with that. No, yeah. no, you're not, you're not, you're dead serious. You're right. When my shoelace hits the bathroom floor, I go, I got to get rid of that. Yep. <laughs> like that's, I, hey, honestly, man. you know, honestly, mm-hmm. I would put Seinfeld's number one. Well, I really would. Well, I, 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 I think I it captured. Question. I'm with you. And, Carrie, it, it, where it, is 24 in this? Oh, it's on the list. It's on the, I, I it, it better to... be number 24. Where is it? <laughs> no, because I'm sorry. Carrie. 24 was like, the greatest. Where I, is 24? I didn't understand white people's days until I so watched the episode of 24. That's eight. not what they're like. It's, it's number 86? 86. I don't like that. It's not what it's well, like. And, what, I, and I would have I imagine being yeah, a white I, person is like an episode of 24. No, I, I, I poop and pee and sleep. It's a lot of shouting. <laughs> All right. Which, which takes like half an hour. we got to get a couple of questions from uh, the, the listeners. Oh, we got a line, yeah. And then we'll, uh, then we'll close this thing up. So uh, right. who, who wishes to be first? Do it. Right? Michael Beck. Michael, Michael Beck. Beck of the Bets. So, uh, question is, um, best, you're in your opinion, best uh, stand-up arcade video game, and then home video game. Oh, shit. All right, I, I, got, I got the first one, stand-up. Yes! It's Galaga. Galaga's good. Oh, Gal- uh, no. Yeah, Star Not Wars. Me. Star Wars Arcade, Wireframe. Oh, that one's good. That one. yeah. uh-huh. uh, Battlezone, dude. I love Battlezone. Oh, actually, I'm going to agree with Aunt Shannon on <laughs> that one. Oh, and then discs are Street Fighter 2, hyper-fighting with the turbo, because you could do like a fucking Hadouken in, in the midair. Y'all remember that <laughs> shit? And, you know, and, and, and I like that, Jay, because... All the other Street Fighter games to that point, you could beat by simply foot sweeping yep. or tripping the, the opponents. I actually, I actually learned how to drive stick shift with hard driving. <laughs> All right, Gorf. I love That's Gorf. Okay. Gorf. So, you know why Gorf is good? Because it combines Galaga mm-hmm. and Space Invaders. Yeah, yes. all those. So all right. Gorf. So, second part of the question. No, no wait. I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, in. Uh, and you can play this at Atomic Arcade, the Star Trek Strategic Operations <laughs> Simulator. <laughs> yep. oh, also yeah. Also yeah. wireframe. Nin- I love it. 1979. Uh, Thank you. What's the next part? What was the uh, second half of the question? Home or, games. It was either stand up, favorite stand up, and then favorite home system video game. Home. Oh, oh. Tetris, I got that one. That's, that's easy. Uh, home system, uh, if you're on Xbox, uh, add the gamer tag Geek Show says hey, and I will fuck you up with a Banshee in Halo 4. <laughs> Michael Beck, yeah, uh, I think I blew him up at least 30 times and laughed every time I fucking did it. Because <laughs> he's so terrible. Anyone? Uh, um, sit, down, sit down, game system. Uh-huh. I'm, I, got, I gotta say, in any NHL game. I, I am one of those guys that goes deep into my season with the uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Shout out to Robitaille, Gretzky, uh, Dustin Brown, Jonathan Quick. We had a good season. We exited early in the playoffs. It's okay. But um, I just want to say, yes, I'm as an avid black hockey fan, I love my NHL games. All right. Cool. I, uh, super Puzzle Fighter. Super Puzzle Fighter? <laughs> I'm dead serious. It combines, I that game. It combines Tetris yeah. with Street Fighter yep. with Darksiders. And, and, and that is a close third place. In, that is a fun, fun game. game. And, All right. and I sort of hate video games, but there's one like uh, thing that I've uh, bought like several versions on, on PlayStation. Uh, Armored Core. I don't know why. Oh. I, I like making robots. And that was a I very say, good game. Yeah. I have started having fun, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Metal Gear Legacy. Uh, we okay. had all the Metal, Metal Gear Solid games. Oh, Metal Gear Breakup? No, it's got like every Metal Gear Solid game from like 1997 <laughs> to like 2012. Right. Yeah. 
Greg? Yeah. None? Uh, any, of, any of the uh, any of the Batman Arkham uh, games. Oh, those are good. yeah. I can play those forever. Those are good. Yeah. Next question. Next, next question. Next, next question. Mitch Workman. It's Mitch Workman, Workman everybody. Funny stand-up comedian. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, my question is, let's say Disney and Fox finally get in bed, and we get our Avengers <laughs> versus X-Men. Who do you want to see fight, and who would win? No, and we get I would like again? To see I couldn't hear you over oh, the It would be like, uh, say Fox and Disney decide we do the X-Men versus Avengers. Okay. Who do you want to fight, and who would win? Uh, I would like to see the Avengers fight the X-Men. Um, I would like but to see... win? I would like to see Captain America sh- shine up and uh, sharpen his shield and cut oh. Gambit's fucking head off. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, Vice! <laughs> you, hey, first off... Gambit sucks! The, oh, fuck! You want Captain America to throw his magic frisbee? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I, 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 you want Gamma to throw his fucking magical fucking plane card? Hey, I played Texas space. Hold'em for 15 years. Oh, shit. Turn down my levels because hey, hey. I'm about to get loudest. Fuck up in this bitch. How about this? I'll, how about you go get a fucking uh, deck of cards? I'll go get a garbage can lid and let's see who fucking wins. No, go two get your answer. Go get your legs. Go get your magic. Go get your magic frisbee during your intramural bullshit. Right. And I'll play. I'll fucking own you in Texas Hold'em. All right. I will block your fucking card and then I will fucking smack you in the face with Dude, it. Dude. All right. All right. All Fuck right. you. Gambit's powers is you know he has a legitimate mutant power. Could you suck. No. Can you imagine what no. Gambit right. could do? He could do influence. He could control pussy. Gambit's mutant power is he could control pussy. What? All right. Yes, people don't know that. Hang Wikipedia, on. bitch. Hang on. We're going to make this into a separate show. I want each of you to bring to the table. Pro, pro Can I tell you why he's gone? Oh, I love it. I make him so fucking mad all the time. It's so fucking awesome. I know. Who's next? Well, I have an answer real fast. I want to see Hulk and Wolverine go at it. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. I want to see Hulk versus Wolverine. Go, Adam. So my Adam. question would be, uh, what book, comic, or movie are you almost embarrassed to say you've never seen or watched or read? I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Singing in the Rain. It's a great movie. It's great. I've Gene never Kelly. seen it. Gene Kelly. Awesome. I've never seen a single Godfather movie. Whoa. Fuck you! And and I continue to never see these just to spite Carrie, because <laughs> that's like the Bible to me. Yeah, I right. Know. I even came close to getting the Godfather talk from Carrie once. I've got. I, I, that's I, I don't know what you're referencing, guys. Exactly. I don't know what he's talking about. I've never seen the Three Amigos. Really? I've never seen. I it. haven't. Um, um, I, I have never finished the new Battlestar Galactica. He didn't. He jumped out. That's true. I thought it was. You. I thought it was boring. I jumped out too. You're fine. You. I'm with you. Lonnie's going to be pissed at me for this I've one. never seen The Big Lebowski. Oh! Another, another one of my I was halfway through it, had sex through it, yeah. during it. <laughs> so another one of my That's religious... That's a good excuse, though. That's a really good excuse. Yeah. See, some people read the Bible. I get my philosophies from movies, and you're talking Lebowski, and you're talking Godfather. So, um, all right. What? Lon- Lonnie, I don't know where Lonnie is right now, but all black people will be sad. Um, he he went nev- back to his universe. I've never seen The Color Purple. Really? As a black person, I've never seen the color. You know purple. what Oprah would say? You don't get a car. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jake. Jake, it's all right. It was directed by a Jew. <laughs> but I grew up. I grew up with a lot of Jewish kids, so I felt like I should have seen it. All right, who's next? Keep it going. Hey, right. Any more questions? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up with. with Ed, you know. All right. I recently got some of my old long boxes of comics from my parents' house. Stuff I had when I was a teenager, you know. And I was sorting them, going through them, and I'm like, oh, I remember this That's series. I love this series. Spawn. 
What are some of those like old comic series you love that just aren't around anymore? Oh yeah, uh, the Micronaut series from the early eighties. Because they had Bug. And you also miss Rom Space Night. Yeah, I was going to yes. say Rom's fucking Space I, Night. I know. I got mine. NFL Super Pro, man. <laughs> no, seriously. For real? You know, I, I'm a fantasy football player. You know, hey, any Geek Show fans that want to do fantasy football, include me in your league. But Oh, my God. Invite invite me to whatever league. Seriously. Invite me. NFL, invite me, too. I wish, I wish NFL Super Pro was back just for fantasy football reasons. That shit would be fucking hilarious. So can I play a dwarf or a troll? It, it's 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 Dungeons and Dragons for jocks. That's all it is, man. And, and, and Jay, you'll love me for this. Every time I've ever played fantasy football, my team has been uh, titled Army of Darkness. I like it. I feel you. Mine is touchdown there. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I miss uh, a couple. I miss the Mighty Marvel team up. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was always a chance to be introduced to new characters, which I thought was cool. Moon Knight and the Gargoyle. <laughs> I don't know if they make it anymore, but I used to love Spawn. Spawn yeah, was, Spawn was Spawn. great. Spawn. Spawn. Okay. That's what, that's one of the ones I had as a teenager. I've got I had like one all, like the first 20. hundred issues. Yeah, yeah. I would have over those. Oh, this one's coming back. Announced at Comic Con. The Max. The Max. Oh, the Max. really? The Max. Are you talking about Saved by the Bell, where they used to hang out? Sa- no. Sam Keith. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. They're republishing the old ones. And, yeah. and yeah. new ones are coming out. And, Ooh, and I, I didn't miss, hear that. And I miss Howard the Duck. Greg, just from the for nostalgia's sake, the old Star Wars like Salt Lake Tribune, you know that comic strip that they had in the Salt Lake Tribune. Oh, just Love the three panel Star Wars. Yeah, oh. the old Star Wars. They must comic. have a collection there, of those somewhere. They, yeah, yeah, and, Wars, and, and, and one more, one more. Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everybody misses that. So what do you miss, Shannon? Who's next? Anyone next? Oh, Shannon was around the space. Ashley. Sabo, you up? Ashley? The lovely redhead. Hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had, uh, like, Game of Thrones theme stuck in my head, so I was always curious what your guys' favorite, like, musical score or... Oh, I got it. Musical score. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my life. And I, I read slap bass. The slap bass guitar. A, I read a great, a great tweet the other day that said that the Breaking Bad theme is just the Seinfeld theme slowed down. Oh my <laughs> god! It totally is. Oh my god! And, 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 and mine would be the Flintstones theme as sung by Homer Simpson on The Simpsons. <laughs> Simpson, Homer Simpson, he's the greatest guy in history. Music? I uh, seriously, I've, I've had the theme to the original Star Wars going in my head since 1970. Beat that, so. yeah. uh, ass slamming booties five. There you go. Yeah. What the that fuck? Some really good synthesizer. <laughs> that was gonna be Greg's the, answer. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, the theme to Star Trek Four. It's a beautiful piece of music. Uh, I have to say, Star Trek the motion picture. Oh, Jerry Goldsmith. Bad movie, but a good soundtrack. Good one. All right. Anyway, um, I would have to say three hundred. The, uh, the soundtrack to 300, the original score. That's good. It's great for leg day. For those who hit the gym, it's great day. for leg, for leg day. day. My friend calls it 1800 abs. <laughs> Uh, we'll probably end with uh, with uh, Allison Zabel. Oh, Sable thanks, here. guys. She's lovely. So, I love her smile. I do know that Jimmy just got back from Comic Con. Fluffy James. Um, I did. And I was wondering, you guys are in like some high profile people. Uh, what is like your <laughs> yeah, with Comcast in this room? Profile in this room. Um, what is your brush with greatness? Like, who did you meet that you were kind of like? Tongue tied. You didn't know what to say to them. Besides Shatner. Okay. Besides Shatner. Shatner wouldn't have answered even if we had a cool question. Okay, good. That's good. That's a very good question. I I have a really sort of complicated story with uh, Hugh Jackman, who I got a one-on-one interview with him at at the X Men Two junket, and he actually 
kept me waiting for five minutes and then walked out onto the patio for five minutes and talked on the phone and then came back and then proceeded to apologize for the next five minutes that he had called his wife and son and wished them a, a good night Oh! and then offered to do anything for me. I called my mother on the telephone and he wished her good night. Oh my Aww. gosh. Hugh that's Jackman is seriously one of the nicest guys yeah, in the entire industry. I like to piss him off because he'll catch you with his metal claws. Goddamn right. Yeah, Adam Mantium. Anyone else? I, um, I got one. Go for it. Um, Carl Malone. I recently had the work, opportunity to work with him a few days ago. That's um, right. For his uh, 50th birthday party. And uh, he hired me to do comedy. Was actually his family did as a surprise. Good guy. And um, everybody knows, anybody that knows me, I'm a lifelong Laker fan. So I loved Malone for one season but hated him for 13. <laughs> and, um, and so I the whole time, and, and the thing is I love about Carl is the fact that he's kind of a token black dude. He's a little awkward. Uh, Carl Malone. He, 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 his, his introduction to the Utah Jazz, yeah. as I hear, yeah. Salt Lake is a pretty great state. Yeah, no, but the, the, the funny thing is, was he told me after the sh- after I did his little uh, performance for his birthday, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, man, you're pretty funny. You know, keep up what you're doing. I remember when I saw you a year ago, you were pr- killing it. And he's like, I was like, you know, I feel like no one understands me. And I said, uh, you know, it's it's weird being a black guy in Utah. You know what I mean? And then I looked at him and I realized, I realized I'm talking to Carl Malone. I was like, this is very awkward. <laughs> but he's a great, great guy. Great guy. It's, heart, it's heartening to hear that people, like I heard an interview with Joss Whedon the other day, and he said that he still meets people that he just gets all, like, weird about and gets awkward. Uh-huh. But mine is Carrie Jackson. Oh, no. Oh. Don't we all get like and that? Ladies and Carrie. gentlemen, have you seen his claw? I swear to God, it's got, it's, so, it's got girth, it's got width. It, it's so funny. Like, it's got a fedora on it's it. It's funny to me because like the people all the time is like, oh, you know Carrie? It's like, yes, it's like fucking 15. Exactly. Like, like, you know what I mean? I used to sleep on the couch. I get, I, get, I get points from my friend just because I know you, Carrie. Uh-huh. I'm going to show you a text right now. Um, Why doesn't this stuff I've pay got, off for me um, better? I, you know? I think the only ever time I got tongue-tied was when I was 18 years old and I was living in L.A., and I got into an elevator with Quentin Tarantino. Wow. And I was like, holy Gosh. shit. And it was him and Ethan Hawke, and we had all gotten out of the screening of Oh Brother, Where Out Thou? And we all started kind of geeking out about how good that movie was. And they're like, they got off, they're like, oh, well, this is our floor. And they got off, and then I realized that, that that was my floor with my car, and I was like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> but geekiest moment I probably, I'll never know how it happened, is I have talked about on the show is when I danced with Joss Whedon. Like when we became friends for four hours. Probably, oh probably the biggest for me was uh, when I was a craps dealer and Lance Henriksen shows up and he buys in for a couple thousand dollars. And As you do. I'm trying, I'm trying not to freak out because it's Lance Henriksen. And the boxman stands right behind me and says, not a word out of your mouth. Not a word. <laughs> they, they actually sent a guy to stand behind me so that I wouldn't freak out. While Don't do it. I'm, I've got two. Okay. Uh, and it's so weird. It's, it sounds so crazy. Because I'll talk to anybody. I was going to that the TV critics. <laughs> well, the TV critics, but once I got some booze in me, I talked to everybody, right? Uh, Mick Foley, ah. the professional wrestler who I named my dog after. I could not speak to the man. And when, Have a nice day. <laughs> and uh, when I went to Comic-Con and I met the cast uh, of the Mighty Boosh. Oh, my I, God. Like, I could not speak to those people. I could not express to them how much I adored their show. That's what's up. I've got a few. I've never been tongue-tied necessarily, uh, but I just got just three that stick out. Hearing Betty White tell a dirty joke. 
Yeah, that would be cool. It was, oh. was really awesome. I would, lo- I would let Betty White call me the N-word. Oh, you should try to get to Seriously. Seriously, just to see what it feels like. Dude, I've had sex with her, and she called me that. No, no, no. But, but thank you for bringing the, that up, because I can say that Scott Pierce is not here, but Betty White would be his, because... Television Critics Association gave her an award, and Scott Pierce had to introduce her. That's true. That's and crazy. Apparently, for five minutes, he could not get a word out in front I, of the microphone. She was very easy to talk to, but I loved the fact that she was telling dirty jokes while we were getting the microphone set up. I just thought it was great. That's one person I would like to meet before I die. And uh, then there was uh, the weird one. The weird encounter was um, he was on the Newhart show. Uh, he was the guy that lived. Tom Poston? Tom, Tom Poston. Poston. Thank you. Tom Thank Poston. You. I love that Vice is back. So, he's my computer. Uh, I watched a movie with him on but, it. But Tom Poston was really a weird interview because at, during the interview, he said, are we rolling? Because we're rolling on tape. Goes, are we rolling? He says, well, we're almost there. And he goes, well, let me give you a mic test. Imagine Catherine Hepburn giving you head. <laughs> and then he was just so nice. That's and funny. And he, he was so taken with us. He wanted to hang out with us afterward. But here was the thing. We didn't want to hang out with him. He was too fucking weird. <laughs> and he was like, where are you guys going now? Where are you headed? Uh, I'm headed that way. Uh, you know. Let's do it together. Can, like, can we guys, take a taxi? That was, that was like when I... Uh, Let's stop and pick up some Magnum condoms while that, we're on there. That's like when I, I, I interviewed uh, uh, Chris Claremont with Brian Young. Yeah. And that guy would not let us leave. <laughs> we're like, fuck you, Chris Claremont. You're fucking pretty cool, but we're sick of you. All right. That's it. All uh, right. Thank you very much, Allison Sabo. Uh, DVDs. Uh, we got a few. Uh, here we go. Uh, what Die Hard 5 should have been. Yes. What's called Olympus Has Fallen. Yes. Uh, it, and I'll say this right now. I'll recommend White House Down, probably still in the dollar houses. Fuck that movie in its yeah, stupid this, yeah. ass. This is the better movie with the same plot. As a 10-year member of the military, that movie fucking made me irate. Uh, Extremely irate. Speaking of loss, a little bit earlier, Matthew Fox stars in Emperor. Which was okay. Yeah. It was meh. Uh, let's see. The Company You Keep is directed by Robert Redford. Yes, it, and what did Jimmy and I learn from The Company You Keep? Robert Redford runs weird. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he keeps his hands up and they're flimsy wrists. I don't, I don't get so that. So Steven Seagal. Look it up. Uh, the Big Wedding is nothing to write home oh, about. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It's a documentary, and you guys may know more about it than I do. Uh, a band called Death. Oh yes, it's. Uh, you it's, guys are more music than I it's, am. It's a it's a punk rock band, but yeah. they were they were black. Yes. Um. In and it was, was they it say Fishbone? they say one of the first punk rock bands actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's out. Uh, Flashdance. It's on Blu-ray. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, for those who can't get enough of Michael Nury. For those who like leg-high socks and shit. I love the name of this anniversary edition of this film. It's the Muppet Movie. The nearly 35th anniversary edition. <laughs> I like that. So happy That's cool. That. That's cool. I think it's so good. Uh, Once Upon a Time season two okay. is out. Uh, Southland season five. By the way, sad that show got canceled. Yeah. It actually got better as it went. Yeah. Uh, Girls season two on HBO. I like it. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a great show. I'm not a fan of this one, but Cat actually became a fan. Was the Mindy Project season one? I, I I'm still not sold on her. I don't I'm, like her. I'm still in. Are you in? Yeah. yeah. Mostly because of the supporting cast, not necessarily her. Yeah, did, I'm sorry. She's sure. one of those small doses. Yeah. I, I'm very, I, they, I'm, need a, they need a new girl that show. Yeah. Exactly. And push her back a little bit. Yeah. Push her back. And I'm and very do, picky on female comedians. And we need to do more with the uh, uh, the nurse guy. Yeah. Thank you. He's Thank you. Someone funny. said it. Uh, Enlightened season two is on. 
from HBO as well? Uh, you know, I stayed through the whole thing, and it was it was just okay. It's Laura Dern, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just okay. Uh, and since Too Tall Tony is not here, a very big game is coming out this week. Disney's Infinity. Yep. Is this is the this is the one that you parents are going to be uh, yeah. spending this is your that shit regretting money. almost. Yeah, regretting <laughs> for, all my ur- for all my urban listeners. This that shit right there because it's Sky. Was it Skylanders? Yeah, right. yes. it's Skylanders, but with Disney characters with properties that you were you know and you and, yep. and with an open sandbox. Because if you exactly. combine if you combine your Pirates of the Caribbean set with your Monsters University set, you can take components from both and build. Yeah, when, exactly. when we were at, when we were at E three, I had Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean riding in the Tron recognizer. Oh, you know, yeah. oh my god. That's the, that's the kind of shit you're talking about. It's going to be insane. Yeah. This is where all, everybody's money is going. I, I can be Mater in that world? Yeah, yes, probably. Yes, you can, actually. You know what's <laughs> fucked up? If I you mean, wanted to be. I wish some people would have shown up tonight. Right? Oh, it is kind of busy, isn't it? <laughs> A little busy. Well, let's, yeah. let's thank them all for going. Thank you all for coming. Thank yeah. you all for coming. That's right. All of you and white people that showed up. And a few of you I've got people. and Lonnie. I've got one last thing. Oh, one last thing. It's a big one too. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to address it because our contact is waiting for it. <laughs> okay. Um. So I was down in at Comic Con and uh, Hostel International hosted me to stay there for this year. In 2014. Hostel International will be hosting the entire panel of com- uh, of Geek Show podcast. Well, those that can make it. Those yeah. ones that can make it. We are all going down who can make it down to Comic-Con. And, and they're, staying there. They're yeah. hosting us to come uh, and stay at the, the Gas Lab District uh, That's host- the hostel. So uh, we're Let coming. Comic-Con, we're coming. And uh, it's going to be about a year from now. I'll book a it's show in, at the it's same in, time. Uh, it's in July. There's a uh, lot of comedy stuff going on there. You should yeah. definitely do that. I know. Well, everybody kept telling me, book a show down. Why are you down there? And I'm like, yeah. nah. There you go. So, uh, San Diego people that listen to Geek Show, book, book Jay Whitaker. And, we'll have, and uh, we'll have the food truck out front. Yeah. yeah and, if, well, and, if, and if you're listening in San Diego while we're there, you know the rule. Buy us a drink. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. Is that good? Hey, wait, wait, one, one, one last thing. Yes. Because we didn't do Urban Talk on this episode. Uh, What's the I, new word of the day? The new word of the day is taco meat, and that refers to black people's chest hair. Ronnie, <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about you. <laughs> because if you, Google, if you Google taco meat and then look at a black person's chest hair, it's the same fucking thing. I still look good. Fuck you. <laughs> this motherfucker got Doritos Locos on his fucking hey, chest. Hey, don't you talk that way to Lonnie. God damn it. To, to Blannon. To Blannon. To, to White Shen. Not to Black Shannon. Yeah, put, a, put a stick in this one. And I'm going to say this. Only the members of the panel are going to get this. Skin suit more ham. <laughs> All right.